Welcome back to the podcast. Welcome to episode number 176 of Starting the Conversation. I'm your host, Alice Benham, and this is the final episode in what has become a slightly accidental mini-series all about marketing. I am so glad that you guys have been enjoying this little series. Marketing is something that I love talking about. If you're familiar with my business story, you'll know that it's how my business first began six years ago. I was a social media manager, and it's all grown from there. So it's a subject that I love talking about, and judging by how the last few episodes have gone down, it's a subject that you guys like hearing about as well. So pleased you're enjoying this and very excited to bring this final episode in this mini series to you, which is going to be all about how to build a community, not an audience. I was actually getting so excited. This is so lame. I was getting so excited writing out the notes for this episode because I was just like, this is something we need to talk about. This is something that I think a lot of us will resonate with, but perhaps not have thought through in this kind of way. So I really hope hope that you end this episode not only feeling clearer on why you want to build a community, not just an audience, but also how you can do that. I'm going to be running you through nine tips. I tried to make it four and then I just kept coming up with more ideas and I was like, I don't want to miss something out. So I've got nine tips to share with you around how you can build a community, not just an audience when it comes to marketing your business online. Now on the topic of marketing your business online, today is the final day that you can save a space in my upcoming group program strategy in a month. I'm going to pretend that you haven't heard already in a previous episode what strategy in a month is just so that we've all got the context. Strategy in a month is a four week long group program, which is going to walk you through step by step how to build out a marketing strategy, which here's the key point, genuinely serves you and your business. Marketing strategy is such a valuable exercise, but it's something that I think gets massively overcomplicated and the task becomes more about building a strategy than it does about using one. So that's why in just four weeks, I'm going to walk you through everything you need to know, everything you need to do so that you can have a strategy in place that not only is impactful in that it's going to grow your business, but it also feels sustainable sustainable. You're not building out a plan that's just, you know, big picture thinking blue sky in an ideal world. It's something you can actually implement. So today is the final day that you can save a space, partly because it begins next week, but also partly because this week my website is being redone, which I'm so excited about. So you can't even access my website after today. So make sure to save your space today when you're listening to this episode. If you want to join us, I will be hosting it again later this year. Might be at a slightly higher price point, who knows? So if you're ready to build out a marketing strategy and then be able to show up online confidently, consistently and intentionally. Make sure to head to the show notes and save your space or just head to alicebenham.co.uk forward slash strategy in a month. Promo over. Let's get into today's episode. Building a community, not just an audience. Now, first of all, what do I actually mean by this? What does it mean to build a community instead of just an audience? Well, something that I like to do when I'm defining things is go to the Mecca of defining things, which is the dictionary. And look at the definitions of these two words, audience and community, to help us understand in the context of our marketing, what these two things mean. So building an audience, the definition of audience is an assembled group of spectators or listeners at an event such as a play, film, concert, or meeting. And obviously we can scrap play, film, concert, or meeting and just replace that with connecting with your digital marketing. So building an audience is building an assembled group of spectators or listeners. If you imagine it like you are speaking into a crowd of people, they are sat down, they have found their seat, someone is in row D, 
seat number four, and they are sat spectating or listening. That's what building an audience is like. It's bringing together a group of people who are gonna sit, they're gonna watch, and they're gonna listen. And on the flip side of that, building a community, well, the definition of a community is a group of people sharing or having certain attitudes and interests in common, connecting with each other. So immediately we can see the difference there. Building a community is about gathering people and not just gathering people for the sake of them just listening to you, but gathering people because of their shared interests, their shared attitudes, and not just gathering people so that you can speak at them and they can watch and they can listen, but gathering people for something that they can get involved in and engaged in themselves. Building a community instead of an audience is like bringing together a group full of people to sit in a circle and chat with each other with perhaps you facilitating as the business instead of with building an audience, you standing up on a stage and a crowd full of people just staring at you in silence. And I believe that building a community instead of an audience is a much more impactful, much more joyful, much more sustainable approach to our marketing. So why build a community instead of an audience? Well, first of all, people want to feel a part of something. That is a growing desire. That's something we're only going to see increase over the next few years. We crave community. We crave a feeling of belonging. And a big thing that builds community and a feeling of belonging is, first of all, feeling that you are heard, that you're not just sat listening, but you're actually engaging. And is second of all, feeling like whatever you're a part of is something you belong to because of a set of interests, because of a set of demographics, or just because of a set of traits that you have. We want to feel like there's somewhere that we fit in, like there's somewhere that we are welcome, like there's somewhere where our perspectives and our thoughts and our desires and our challenges are valid and able to be shared. So when it comes to the people you're marketing to, they are gonna want to be a part of a community over being part of an audience. I believe that when we build community instead of an audience, it takes the ick out of selling because it stops it feeling like a transaction. I think when you feel like you're selling to an audience, you know, it's this crowd full of people, they're sat in silence, they're just staring you down, probably with a very deadpan look on their face. And they're like, okay, what you got for me? And we're stood there up on the stage and we're delivering this sales pitch and we're saying, okay, you know, buy this, please. Here's why you should, here's why it's great. And it feels like a sales pitch. But when you're building a community, when you're gathering people and their primary reason for connecting with you isn't what you sell, but is more what you can do to help them and who you are and why they're relevant for who you are, immediately selling isn't about delivering this sales pitch. It's actually just about delivering an invitation. When you've got a community who are relevant for what you do, whose needs and desires and problems are aligned with whatever it is that you offer as a business, selling is no longer about convincing someone that they should want or need something. It's simply about offering them this valuable thing and going, hey, we've already got a relationship. You already know the ways that I could support. You already have this connection. You already feel a part of this. Hey, do you want to just take another step towards this desire or this problem being solved that I can help you with? When we build a community instead of an audience, we focus on serving before we sell. And when we serve before we sell, the sell immediately feels so much better on both sides because it stops feeling like a sales pitch and it starts feeling like an invitation. Another benefit of building community over audience is that we have more of a connection to the people we're serving. And as a result, we can take more aligned action and create things which are a better fit for the people that we exist to serve. I know that when I started out in business, 
I had such a limited understanding of my people, of what they wanted from me, of how I could help them. And I felt like I was stabbing in the dark all the time of like, what might business owners want that I could create that would be useful to them? Fast forward six years later, I've built a community and that community, you guys, have taught me so much about what my genius is, about what you want from me, about what your needs and your desires are, about the format that you want, the kind of help that I deliver structured within, that for me, sitting down to create offers like strategy in a month doesn't feel like a guessing game because I have so much more information about who you are and about what you want from me. And then the process of me coming up with ideas and plans feels so much easier. Building a community gives you as the business owner such a clearer grasp on who it is that you're existing to serve. And knowing who is the first step to creating anything in your business. Creating content gets easier when you build a community. Creating new products or services becomes easier when you've got a community because that community isn't just sat spectating and listening, they're giving back to you. And all of that giving back is data. Data can inform our decisions and make sure those decisions are as good as they can be. I'm hoping by now you're feeling convinced that community over audience makes sense. But the final reason that I'll share with you that I think this is a good approach to take is that it feels better as the business owner and as the marketer. I love building a community and sitting down every day in front of my laptop or on my phone to build a community feels really exciting to me. If someone said to me, hey, Alice, your mission this year, your intention for 2022 is to build an audience, I could probably get behind that a little bit, but it wouldn't excite me. I wouldn't feel energized to do it. It wouldn't feel fulfilling. Whereas if you said, Alice, your intention is to build a community, instantly that feels better to me. That's something I can make sense of. It feels more human. It feels more natural. You know, we build community in every other area of our lives. Why is it that when it comes to showing up online, we talk about building an audience and it immediately becomes this really different exchange. Community is connection. It's humans coming together over some kind of shared interest or shared trait. And I believe when we can see our marketing in that way, we're not trying to build an audience, we're building a community. Our marketing not only does better, but it feels better. So that is why I believe, in short, I could keep rambling for a lot longer. Building a community is so much more valuable and such a better approach than building an audience. So if that's why we should do it, let's talk about how we can do it. Now, one thing I'll say here before I get into these tips is it's very hard to build a community inauthentically. If you don't truly want to build a community, if those reasons that I've just outlined to you didn't get you excited or didn't make you want to immediately go and implement some of these tips I'm about to share, that's the first hurdle that you need to figure out before we get to any of these tips. If it isn't something you genuinely want to do, you're gonna find it really hard to do it. Building a community can go against a lot of the kind of typical marketing strategy expertise that we get given. Because I would say building a community typically takes more time, typically takes more effort, might take more work from you as the marketer. I mean, I'd say, is the reward worth it? 100%. But if you're not really motivated to do it, well, that's something you need to figure out, first of all. In order to want to build a community authentically, I'd say it comes down to making sure that your mission, who you serve, what you want to serve them with, why you actually want to build a community, what you're on a mission to do, what your purpose is, that's the thing that you need to feel really connected to and excited about. Make sure before you get into the how that why you're doing it feels really clear and really compelling. So let's talk a little bit more about the how. Here are five tips 
not five. Why did I say five? Especially not five. Nine tips on how you can build a community instead of an audience. I'm going to try and run through these as quickly as possible because my editor has probably just heard me say nine tips and gone, Alice, how is the whole 20 to 30 minute episode thing going to go for you in this episode? Well, we'll see. I'm going to try and run through these as quickly as possible. You may want to be taking some notes. Hopefully there's going to be a lot that you can take from this. So first tip on how to build community over an audience is to know who you're showing up up for. The definition of community that I shared earlier said that a community is a group of people sharing or having certain attitudes and interests in common. So in order to build a community, you need to know what group of people you're actually existing to bring together. And figuring out who your marketing exists to serve comes down to figuring out who your business exists to serve. Your community should be the exact group of people that your products and your services are targeted to. Hopefully we can all agree on that. When it comes comes to building uh, an online presence, which is going to sell your products, sell your services. Of course, it then matters that the community that you're gathering via your content is the correct reflection of who your products and services are for. So how do we define that? Well, this is about understanding your ideal client or your ideal customer. Now, this is something I could talk about for a whole episode because I so often hear this concept talked about in a really unhelpful way. People talk about your ideal client and they go, okay, think about their age, their gender, whether live, whether they have a dog, where they're going on holiday. And don't get me wrong, sometimes the demographical stuff is demographical a word? It is now. Sometimes the demographical stuff can be relevant and useful, but it's so rarely what actually brings our community together. That definition of community didn't say that they have demographics in common. It said that they have attitudes and interests in common. It's so much more useful to be thinking about shared traits than it is to be thinking about shared tick boxes when they fill out the census. So clarifying who it is that you're actually showing up for and who you wanna be in your community comes down to knowing what traits are bringing them together. If you think about all of your potential clients and customers in a room, I'd imagine they all look pretty different in terms of their demographic. And we're not really interested in defining that. We wanna know what's bringing this group of people together in terms of what's under the surface. What interests, what pain points, what desires, what ambitions do these people all have in common? What brings them together? Community is about a sense of belonging, belonging to a shared something. If I use my community as an example, you all run wildly different businesses in different places of the world. You're at different stages of your business journey. And that's amazing. I love that diversity. But there's a lot of things that you'll all share. You're all in some way passionate about running a value-driven and purpose-driven business. You all have certain interests that are aligned with the small business space. A lot of you are going to share pain points and challenges around how to start, grow, pivot, or scale your business. And those are the things that I'm really interested in. I'm not building a community because you all look the same, because you don't. I'm building a community because under the surface, these things bring us all together. And that's what we bond over. So step one of building a community is knowing who you actually want to be in your community. And that takes knowing what brings everyone together and what those shared beliefs, interests, pain points, desires, etc., are going to be. And as I said, don't start by figuring out what community do I want to build. Start by figuring out who do my products and services exist to serve and ensure your community reflects that. My second tip here when it comes to building community is to serve before you sell. Briefly mentioned this already, but I think 
building community is about giving to them before you ask for anything back. That feeling of being in an audience is very much that you're being spoken to. As I mentioned already, when you build a community instead of an audience, selling feels so much less icky because you serve people with relevant and valuable content before you ask for anything back. Building a community relies on you giving to people, on you putting stuff out there which is gonna resonate with those shared traits that your community have, that's gonna draw them in, that's gonna build their relationship with you, and then is gonna make them so much more ready and open to whatever invitation to buy a product or a service you might have down the line. Give value to people before you ask for them to take action Back with you. That is going to make your selling feel so much less icky and it's going to make the selling feel so much easier as well on both sides because it's not about standing up on that stage to an audience and trying to deliver this sales pitch to a cold audience and convince them to buy from you. It's about warming your audience up, building their relationship with you already so that when they are ready to buy, great, they're already in the right position. Instead of convincing people to buy, you just give them the invitation and the offer to take action. So give to your audience before you ask back. Your marketing strategy and the content pillars within that should be primarily focused on serving over asking. And that's something that we look at within strategy in a month is how do you define your content pillars to make sure that you are serving? And before you even get to that, know what serving is really going to look like in the context of your business. So that's my second tip is to serve before you sell. My third tip for building community over an audience is to tell stories and to give context. People want to feel like they are a part of something. And a big part in terms of your marketing of helping people feel like they're a part of something is bringing them along the journey with you. As a business owner, there is so much that you can share, which is gonna bring your audience with you on your journey and make them feel like they're a part of what is happening. One of the reasons that we have a very transactional relationship and we don't feel very connected to the brand of massive companies is because it all feels very secretive. We're not really shown the behind the scenes. We, we're not really told what's kind of happening in the background. We don't feel like we're seeing the growth. We don't feel like we're a part of it. We don't feel like we're contributing. So when we're buying from a big business, it, it does just feel like a transaction. It's like, I need this thing. Okay, I'll buy it off you done. The small business owners, we have the potential and the power to bring people along the journey with us, to tell stories of what's happening in our businesses, to tell stories of the impact and the transformation that our offerings are having and to have people feel like they are a part of what's going on. A big part of this is giving context, actually telling people who you are and what you do rather than just assuming that they're always gonna know and have that foundational awareness already in place. By telling stories, by giving context, you'll build a community who don't just like what you do, but they like who you are and they really feel like they're a part of who you are. They've seen it grow. They've seen the challenges. They've seen the wins and they feel invested in what it is that you are doing. When people feel invested, their behavior is immediately going to go up in terms of their engagement with your content, in terms of their loyalty to you, in terms of how much they're willing to invest. It makes sense in every area of the business. And when we tell these stories and we make sure that we give context to everything and let people in, we let people feel like they are a part of what it is that we're building, whether they've bought from us already or not. My fourth tip, which links really nicely in with this for building a community over an audience is to keep it personal. 
It's really important when building a community that people recognize you and recognize the community that they're in. The one thing that you have, which is always going to be unique in your business, is the fact that your business is run by you. That's the one thing that nobody else is going to take, copy, or do in a similar way. Because your business being run by you is one of the big reasons that people are going to choose your business and want to be a part of your community. The more you that you can bring into your content, the more personality that your online presence can have, the more of your kind of personal life and day-to-day that you're up for sharing, of course, making sure that it feels boundaried, the more people are going to feel connected to you and as a result, connected to the community that you're building. I'm sure whatever niche or industry you're in, there's a lot of other communities that someone could be a part of with businesses that sell something that's similar to yours. So what makes your community unique? Well, it's the fact that it's run by you. So lean into that. Bring you into your content. Now, it's not necessarily an overnight thing. I know this takes confidence and I know confidence takes time, but the more you that is brought into your content, the more connected and loyal people are going to feel to your brand and the more they're going to feel a part of the community that you are building. My fifth tip for building a community instead of an audience is to be consistent. And here I do not mean being consistent with kind of how much content you're sharing or how much you're showing up. I'm talking about being consistent with what you're doing. So your messaging, the visuals, brand identity, and also the experience that you're creating through your business. It's really important to make sure that there is a cohesiveness to the way that your business is showing up. When everything looks and feels different, you know, let me give an example here. If the graphics on your Instagram grid look completely different to the visual identity on your website, and it also then looks different to the online course that I've bought from you, I'm not going to feel like I'm a part of something because it doesn't feel like there is something to be a part of. When you have a cohesive feel and look to your business and to your online presence, and when it's a seamless experience for people, they recognize the fact that they are a part part of something. When there isn't a feeling of cohesiveness, people are just going to feel like there's all these random little touch points that are being created and they're not necessarily going to see and feel how it all links together. Making sure that every touch point that your business creates, yes, within your marketing, but also in every other area of your business, of your client experience, of your customer service, feels cohesive and on brand, whatever on brand looks like for you, is a really great way to affirm to people that they are a part of a community. Think of it like making sure that all of your audience are wearing branded t-shirts whenever they're engaging in what you're doing online. It's a constant reminder of, yeah, hey, I am a part of something and there is actually something for me to be a part of here. So fifth tip, be cohesive. And of course, that starts with having clarity of what your brand identity actually is and what kind of experience you want to create and what your personality online is going to be, which side note, we will cover in strategy in a month. But once you've got that clarity, you've then got to make sure you're really consistent consistent in getting that into every touch point within your business. The more consistent that your experience is for the people engaging with it, the more they'll feel like there is something that they are a part of. My sixth tip for building community instead of an audience is to stick to your values and have integrity as a business owner. 
building a community revolves around building trust. And actually this links back with my last point, because when you're cohesive with everything, you build a trust with your audience. But trust takes time. If you think every single action that your business takes is like another token in the trust box. And people often need a lot of tokens for that trust and that relationship to build up. Trust takes time to build community takes time to build, but let me tell you, it is very easily lost. You could spend years building up a community and building trust within that community because trust is the most important thing here, right? People knowing you, liking you is great, but them actually trusting you, trusting that your actions as a business have their best interests at heart, that what you create, whether it be products or services, are genuinely going to be impactful for them, trusting that what you say is true, that trust is really valuable, it's essential, and it can be really easily lost. You can spend years building that trust up and lose it through a few decisions which are not aligning with the values that you have as a business owner. I have sadly seen it happen more times than I want to, where people build up these incredible communities and there comes a point where obviously this is as an outside perspective and I don't know if it really feels unaligned for them but from an outside perspective someone starts making decisions where you suddenly go what like that doesn't make sense like that feels very different to the mission that you're on before or the way that you're doing that suddenly feels really icky and there's just that feeling of something being off after a while people are going to lose their trust. This might be a bit of a tangent, but something I see happen sometimes is when businesses are constantly kind of changing their mission and changing their values and changing what it is that they exist to do. And that is just like a fast track route to either ruining any trust that you have with your audience or not even building trust in the first place. Building trust takes you as a business owner having clarity on your values and on your mission. And for a long time, making sure that all of your decisions are in line with that. Your audience over time, whether it's consciously or not, are going to grow to understand your values and what you stand for. And if you start at some point making decisions that no longer align with that, whether that's because someone told you to do it or it feels like a should or you feel pressured to or financially it feels tempting, I don't know, whatever reasons you might go for. Sometimes we do our community a disservice and we think, ah, it'll be okay. Like, come now, I can do that thing that feels a bit off and they'll be fine. And sure, you might be able to make a few decisions that aren't aligned with your values that don't mean that as a business owner, you have integrity to what it is that you stand for. But after a few of those decisions, people are going to stop trusting you. And I don't think any decision is worth that sacrifice. I have had a fair few opportunities in my business where I knew that if I said yes to that decision, it would lose some of the trust that you, my, my community have in me. And I said no to those decisions because primarily they didn't agree with my values and what it is that I stand for. People respect integrity and having integrity as a business owner is so important and it's important in every area of what you do. This isn't just about your marketing. This is about the decisions that you make in everything that you do. When you have clear values and when they are reflected in everything that you do, your community are going to see it. They're going to be grateful for it. They're going to get to know it and they're going to build trust with you because of it. So my sixth tip is to stick to your values and have integrity because trust takes a lot of time to build and as someone who has seen it happen a lot is very easy 
to lose. My seventh tip for community over audience building is to ask questions so that you can get to know your community. As we've already said, building a community is about serving before you sell. Well, how do you know what to serve your community with? You get to know them. Every day that I show up for my community, I learn something about what you guys do and don't want from me. And I don't just learn from data, which I'll talk about in my next tip, but I learn from conversations. Asking your community questions, first of all, stops it feeling like they're just sat in an audience listening to you and they're spectators. And second of all, means that you learn a huge amount about what they want from you and you can then do even better at serving and building that community moving forwards. So I said earlier, the definition of an audience is that people are spectators and listeners. And what would stop someone being a spectator or a listener? Well, getting them to talk. Getting your community to speak back is going to help them to feel like they are not just sat looking through a glass window at what you're doing, but they're in the room with you. They're a part of it. It's the little things, you know, getting people's opinions on things that you're doing in the business, having them vote on which decision you should make. It's starting conversations, whether it be about the business or whether it just be about stuff that's going on in the world. It's making it a two-way street. I know as a member of many other people's online communities, I feel a part of something when I feel like they genuinely want my response back. This isn't just about asking the questions, it's also about responding back when people answer them. This is something I'm always trying to be better at. I ask a lot of questions, but I don't always make the time to sit down and get back to the people that have actually answered them. And that's a really important thing to do because it closes the feedback loop for people. If you ask questions and your audience respond to those questions and then you respond back to them, well, they're going to have that feedback loop closed of like, oh, when I speak to that person, they respond back with something that's interesting or valuable or kind or encouraging. Make it a conversation. As I said, the quickest way to make an audience stop feeling like an audience is to bring yourselves into a circle and make it a conversation instead of you speaking at them. And it turns it into something that they feel so much more a part of. My eighth tip, which links in with this, is to then listen to the response. We get so much of a response back in our business every single day. We get a response via what people are saying and actually the words that they're sharing when we're asking those questions. But we also get a response in all of the data that we have within our marketing, within our businesses. And looking at data is such a key step in building a community because the more data that you have, in fact, the word have there is incorrect. It's not about having the data. It's about listening to the data, noticing what messaging people respond to, looking at and learning which topics people most resonate with and are interested to hear from you, seeing what it is that really helps your community to connect with you and resonate. That is incredible data for you to listen to because you can then get even more specific and even more effective at building and serving your community moving forwards. I have gotten to know over the years the personal stuff that you guys like to see from me. I know the topics that you like to talk about. I know the things that you like to hear on this podcast and I listen to that knowledge because that knowledge helps me to serve you even better and as a result build an even even more aligned and connected community. So listen to the response that you're getting. Listen to what your audience is saying and respond to it. An audience is silent. Community is engaged and actively involved in making that community what it is. So help people feel like they're a part of something and respond to what it is that they're saying and doing. Which moves me nicely onto my final point, tip number nine, which I'd say is actually my favorite of all the tips on how to build a community, not just an audience, is to create opportunities 
for people not to just connect with you, but to connect with each other. Being a part of a community isn't just about having a back and forth conversation with the facilitator, the business owner, the marketer. It's also about having that conversation and that sense of connection with other people within the community. Now, this is something which is easier done once people are within your business. You know, once they're a customer, once they're a student, once they're a client, there are ways that you can think about, okay, how can I bring people together then? But I wanna encourage you to think, well, how can you bring people together before they've engaged in your business in a financial sense? How can you create the feeling for your people who are in your audience that they are a part of something? that they're not the only one, as much as yes, we do wanna be speaking directly to people, but we also wanna give them a sense that they're a part of something as well. Really clear, quick example of how people might do this, you'll see people sharing their DMs or their comments onto their stories. And they'll share, hey, look at the funny response that this story just got, or look what this person in my community said. What that content is doing is showing everyone else in the community, hey, look, there's other people that might be thinking or saying the same things as you. Makes you realize as an audience member, oh, it's not just me listening to this thing. Actually, there's other people engaging with this as well. Other people who have got those traits, got those interests, got those perspectives that I might share. It also comes down to when you're asking questions, not just encouraging people to answer back to you, but also to connect with each other. The more that you can encourage your community to connect with each other, the more they're going to feel like a part of a community and the more value they're going to get out of being a part of your community, which as we've already talked about is really important. The more valuable people feel that your community is, the more valuable they're going to see your products and services as. So that is my final tip with you is to create opportunities for your community to connect with each other so people feel like they're a part of something that is not just you and them. And that rounds off this episode of those nine tips of how to build a community instead of just an audience. I feel like this episode has been quite a chatty one. I think each nine of those tips I could probably do a whole episode about. So I'm really interested to know what you've resonated with here. Is there something that you've not thought about when it comes to building a community, not just an audience? How can you apply this to your marketing right away? Don't feel like you need to implement all nine tips overnight, but question which of those tips maybe resonated most? What action can you take today, which is gonna help people feel just a step closer to being a part of your community instead of just a part of your audience. And this is where it ties in with you being a part of my community because that's me asking, hey, what do you guys think? Speak back to me. This isn't just a one-way street. You speak back to me and hey, I'll respond as a result. Next week, I'm gonna be sharing a launch review of Strategy in a Month, the launch that I'm in right now. And I'd love to know, what would you like to hear talked about within that episode? I want that episode to serve you. I want you to find it interesting, eye-opening, valuable, thought-provoking. So what do you wanna know about this launch that I'm just about to finish? What numbers are you interested in hearing? What reflections do you want me to share? Come and tell me and you'll hear it in next week's episode. I'm gonna show you community in action that when you speak to me, when you give me some data, when you give me a response, I'm gonna change my action as a result. And I would hope that's then gonna make next week's episode even better for you. So come and connect with me over on Instagram at Alice underscore Benham. Share your thoughts on this episode and also what you would like to hear in next week's launch review. And speaking of launch, if you would like to save your space to strategy in a month, if you're ready to build a community and get all of the clarity that's gonna help you to bring those people together and serve them, then get yourself in strategy in a month. It is gonna be such an impactful program. I'm taking 
taking pretty much six years of expertise and experience and putting it into something that is going to be really focused on action and really focused on having you finish the program so that you can then access the benefits of having that marketing strategy in place. So not long left to sign up. So if you've got any questions, you know where I am. If you want to sign up, head to the show notes and I will be back in your ears next Tuesday for another episode. So in the meantime, I hope you have a good one and keep building your community, not just an audience. Thank you.